0: So what are we talking about today? We're talking about boredom, okay? Have you ever said, feel free to share, have you ever said, I'm so bored? I am so bored. I am so bored. Have you ever said that? (laughs) It's not a trick question, okay? Share. and I'm not talking about that this was a boring presentation or what, just happened over here was kind of boring. No, I'm talking about you saying that you are bored. Like, I'm really bored. And most likely in a situation where you're not doing anything. Have you ever said that? I know I have many times, but especially when I was a little girl. It was this common thing when I wasn't doing something, when I wasn't playing, when I wasn't when I wasn't, when I wasn't in school, when I wasn't doing when I wasn't in basketball, doing basketball practices and playing basketball, I would say that. Any time I wasn't fully occupied, I would say that. Shayla said, I wish I had time to be bored. Okay, we're gonna dive into that. So I would say that, and it would be really an uneasy feeling in my body. And then growing up, growing up, I continued this pattern. I was extremely busy, right? We're talking about time. But anytime I had a moment for myself, I would, I would say, I am bored. Like, okay, so what's next? What's next? What's, what's next? Like, I'm bored now. And it's it's nothing. That's not it's not something that we really talk about. We hear kids say it. We hear adults say it. And it's just like okay, whatever. You know, either you need to figure out your purpose or get a life or do more stuff. But boredom is not really about not having. Boredom is not about having too much too much time on your hands because I've always been extremely busy in my life. I've always occupied myself. Okay. I've always had a lot of balls to juggle, so to speak. A lot of balls in the air. But what I have learned over the years, as I've been on my own trauma healing journey and learning to really be with me and learning to love myself, I've learned that boredom is a different word for unease, hidden anxiety, It's another word of describing your disconnection to your body, okay? And when I say your disconnection from your body, anytime I'm really referring to the body, I'm not referring to the way your body looks. I'm referring to how you feel inside of your body, which is really where you get in tune with who you are on a deeper level beyond your personality, right, which we talked about yesterday, beyond your trauma, your perceptions, all your beliefs and your ideas, but who you truly are on a deeper level, that can be felt only inside of your body when you're fully connected with yourself and then that can expand and you can have full-blown connection to spirit. You may have downloads, you may have these amazing energy exchanges, right, with with the spirit world. But first you have to be within you. So when we experience boredom, It's often because we're not comfortable being with ourselves. We're not comfortable feeling ourselves. And so for those of you who say, well, I don't have time to be bored, a good question to ask yourself is, why am I always busy? Why am I always busy? Because we have a lot of trauma responses. And one of them is constantly being occupied. Constantly saying that we have to do something. We have to be somewhere. We have to do something. We have to go somewhere. We have to figure something out. We have to occupy ourselves. And in the moment of boredom, we realize how uncomfortable it is to be in ourselves. And if you have a ton of things going on, then you could be sabotaging. You could be not, for example, be making more money financially, because making more money would mean that you would have, what? More time on your hands, which would mean what? More time for you to be, for you to relax. For you to spend some time with yourself. Sitting still is hard. Yes. So in many areas in your life, you could be playing at an even even field because changing that, providing opportunities for you to have more time with yourself, more time with kids, more time with your partner, your animals, your pets, your, um, your family, your friends, would mean just that. You would become more aware of what's going on with you. So constant busyness is a trauma response. And it is often a response for those of us who have the father wound, who have daddy issues, who grew up and feeling very unworthy, trying to prove ourselves constantly and never feeling like we were enough never taught to feel our emotions, never taught to feel our feelings, never taught to regulate and process what was going on internally. And since that becomes so strong and so heavy, we've talked about this before, some people turn to drugs and alcohol and gambling, sex, porn, social media, and all those things. But a lot of people turn to work, which is constant busyness, like you may not be working on the, all the time, but when you're home, you're cleaning. Uh, you get so irritated if your spouse or your kids put something out of place. And it, it becomes this huge thing. And when you want to justify what that you need it to be clean. But it's not like, oh, we have a culture. You, It's not that a culture of cleansiness is cultivated where you are modeling how healthy it is how good it is how fun it is no it's like it needs to be this way and like that's not fun like no one cares about that so everything that we want to see uh that we want to see manifested everything that we want to instill into the people in our lives we have to show ourselves first with our leadership but we also have to be prepared for that not everybody is going to operate like us And then our reactions to when people are not doing the things that we need them or that that we want them to do is telling us a lot about ourselves and our healing and our progress or our experience in that moment. So there's so many lessons to be learned the whole time. So many lessons. And the boredom one was big for me. Like I didn't even realize that that was a problem. We're, especially for us who live in, uh, in the Western part of the world where it's all about individuality and competition and you have to be the best, you have to be the first, you have to constantly be working, you constantly have to be doing, 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 doing A very masculine approach in this patriarchal society. We don't know any other way until we're exposed to another way. And until we start realizing the negative implications of us constantly being busy and the negative implications of us repressing our emotions, what it does to our body, what it does to our psyche, what it does to our relationships, what it does to our health, what it does to our mental. So we may not see... um, something catastrophic happening in the physical world externally but we experience it internally and there's nothing that we can do more of that will change that until we learn to actually be with that and that's the beauty because that's truly what you want right you want to be able to feel safe you want to feel peace you want to feel pleasure You want to experience joy, ecstasy, bliss within your own body. Because we do know it's not about the other person or the other experiences that happen. It's within yourself that those things happen. When you meet someone and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so freaking in love with that person. (sighs) Like, you just don't know what to do with yourself. If that's how it is for you. When I met my husband, it was just like, I need to get to know him. It just feels right in my body. There is something going on. Right? So when that happens, it's happening within your body. But if you're completely shut down and you have the belief that you're never gonna f- attract love, if you have the belief that someone is always gonna hurt you, someone is out to get you, then you're not gonna allow yourself to experience those emotions. You've numbed yourself, right? And when, if you are in a marriage or in a relationship based on your relationship with yourself, That's going to determine how deep your intimacy can get with your partner, how far you can take that emotional, that physical, that spiritual, that intellectual intimacy, how far that can go will be reflected by how far you take your relationship with yourself. And the same goes for your relationship with your kids, with your grandkids, future children, or any other kids that you have in your life. If you're not a direct mom, you're probably a mom in some other type of way is always a reflection. So it's very important for us to learn how to be with ourselves. If you're bored by your own presence, that's a big problem. How can you be bored being by yourself and you're such a magnificent human being? You're bored with yourself, but you think calling someone or bringing someone else into your presence is required, then yes, you are dependent on something external this is how codependency starts happening you need a good tv show in order for you to have some type of ease at that moment but we're not striving for uh, us to just cope we want to thrive we want to excel we want to grow we want to flourish we want to become the best version of ourselves So experiencing your own presence and actually taking joy and pleasure and excitement in being with yourself, no matter when it is, no matter what it looks like, it's a key part in healing. It's a key part in healing. And the more that you feel connected to your own inner self, your own higher self, your own soul, your own spirit, whatever it is that you label it the more you're gonna be able to expand that beyond this, this realm. And when you're connected to yourself, you're connected to that that you're made of, right? So you're connected to that, whatever you wanna call that. And for you to be connected to that beyond you, for that which is in the spiritual realm, because you get to be there. You have to be in yourself. You cannot be outside of yourself because it exists within you. You are it. It's everywhere. So practicing being with yourself at any given time is so critical. Even when you are working, even when you are busy, Practicing just pausing and breathing, even if it's a busy meeting, just feeling your hands, feeling, feeling your chest, feeling your stomach, your neck, releasing some pressure is huge. Bringing yourself back to yourself all the time. Learning how not to take one moment to the next moment, but actually working through what's going on right now, right now. And then when you're on to the next thing, you're present in the next moment. You don't carry all your anger and all your frustrations from now to later. You don't take all your frustrations from work and you throw it on your kids or your spouse. No, you gotta process those emotions. And of course you can talk about it. So we have to learn how to regulate our emotions, how to manage our emotions. But for that to happen, we have to practice being with ourselves. As one of the most underrated things on this planet and it is the thing that's healed everything i had going on from headaches from extreme lower back pain that took me to the freaking er all the time to strep throat to constant triggers and constant anxiety even 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 depression at a point all of that was healed with my own presence me learning about myself, me connecting back to myself, me remembering who I am, and me shattering any and every belief that I had that it's boring to be with myself. It's only boring because you're not comfortable in your own skin. If you're comfortable in your own skin, it can never be boring, no matter what you do or not don't do. So this is huge. Does this make sense? And this doesn't require anything but you. And that's the beautiful thing. It's the beauty of it. So I don't know what's going on in your life right now. I don't know how, how you're feeling or what's happening. I know it's been a lot of stress for a lot of people. All the craziness going on the last, last year and this year again and all the uncertainty. But it's never any better time than now and times of the uncertain to make big shifts within ourselves. There's always times that feel very uncertain and uncomfortable and stressful that gives us the opportunity to shift internally and it's a beautiful thing. We can always do it, but sometimes we're kind of like pushed into it because there's already so much going on. So maybe you've decided you wanna take your business into a different direction. Maybe you want a career change. Maybe you've realized how important it is for you to spend more time with family. Maybe you just value your freedom more than you ever have before. Or maybe you're just so stressed and so anxious and you feel like you're not able to handle all that. And regardless of whichever category you are in, being with yourself is one of the best antidotes. So I hope this helped. Let's just take three breaths together before I log off here. Okay. So this is something you can do at any time. This is just like a simple way of breathing that really calms your nervous system. And if you want to take this even further, we're going to be talking about this in depth in Healing Academy, how to navigate, how to regulate, how to soothe your own nervous system just what it's all about. It's going to help you feel so much more relaxed and comfortable and safe in your own body. It's going to help you navigate your triggers, heal your inner child, and become way more emotionally intelligent. So what you want to do is you want to take a deep breath in. You hold it and then you exhale, but you blow out like you're blowing out a candle. Slowly. with yourself for a moment what are you feeling and where are you feeling it just pay attention to the energy within your body feel your blood circulating so I'm already warm which is why I know my energy levels have increased just pay attention to where you feel it in your body I take another deep breath Exhale. Same thing again now. Just pay attention to what's happening within you, inside of your body. And if that's radiating outwardly maybe you feel some tension in your neck or your hips but just focus on feeling the energy within the body let's finalize it with the third breath Breathe. Pay attention to the energy within your inner body. Now you can open your eyes if they were closed. Roll your shoulders, shake out your body. Tell me how you're feeling. And if you're feeling any differently than you felt before we did this breathing together. So without me even having to say it, you can probably imagine that we just did what we have been talking about today in this video. We spend some time with ourselves and ourselves. We're just experiencing what the flow of energy feels like within our own system, acknowledging, recognizing any sensations that are going on It's part of the healing, okay? This is what I mean when I say it's about feeling. It's about being. It's about witnessing more than it is about the actual talking. The talking we can do later. First, we have to learn how to be in control of our own inner world or how to be the guide of our own inner world. We cannot control what's happening, but we can manage it we can navigate it, we can help it and we can continue to, to heal it. Okay.